Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to address another tricky topic, being blamed for your boss's mistakes. We'll start with a question from someone who just received a really bad review and wonders whether she's being blamed for her boss's incompetence. We'll consider what you can do if you think you may be taking the fall for your boss's mistakes. Yeah, oh boy, oh boy. What can be worse than being unfairly blamed for someone else's poor performance? Yep. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. So here's the question. I work at a fast growing company and my job has been increasingly stressful. I've done my best to meet my goals, but I had a rough experience with my boss during my annual review. For the first time in our history, he gave me a bad evaluation. We normally agree on my performance and evaluations have traditionally been very constructive exchanges between us. This time he found fault with every category of my job. I recently learned that he got an an equally bad review from his boss, and I'm wondering if I'm being blamed for his incompetence. What do I do? Well, you don't go ask ask him if that's the case. (laughs) I mean, I think you probably know that's probably accurate, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I I think there are a few things tied into this, which is, On the one hand, I would imagine your boss or a boss in this situation is feeling pretty angry and maybe themselves unfairly accused. Right. And so there would be a strong temptation to project that blame on people below him that perhaps didn't, their work didn't help him meet his goals, you know? Right. And, you know, it may be that everyone's taking the blame for it. And, you know, you just got some of it, who knows? But I think what you have to do, and this is why we say always keep track, don't throw emails away, um, you know, keep track of everything that you're being accused of and prove it not true. Right. So I think what you want to do is make an appointment with HR and this is the, this is where HR can be helpful yeah. and let them know that this is happening and you can explain away that these things are inaccurate. So I know it's work on your part because we're asking you, all right, you've got to take each point that this person is claiming you did wrong yeah. and turn it around and say, no, in fact, that's not true, but that's right. actually what you have to do. Um Uh, You know, I also think it's, you know, HR, their job really is to settle these issues, not to make them worse. And they don't want you to leave and they probably don't want you to threaten to sue. So if anything, they're going to try to help, you know, they'll take that to the other person and try to come up with a resolution. If If you think you can do that, I mean, not every HR department can do this, but most do. And I think this person, let's see, they're working for a rapidly growing company. They probably want to, you know, get ready. They don't want to lose you, right? Well, if you've had all good reviews and now you have a bad one, I also think you should really ask yourself, did you do anything wrong? You know, it's always mm. uh, an introspective 
question, but just make sure that none of this is accurate because if any of it is, there may be something to learn. That's all. And well, I think that is part of the challenge, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That because it sounds like this person is under a lot of stress. So they yeah. may not have felt that they did their very best. They're saying, yeah. I've done my best to meet my goals. Um, and yeah. sometimes you, I mean, I have a client who was so stressed out that she got sick mm-hmm. and had to take time away from work and then came back. But the workload was so intense that literally she just couldn't, she couldn't take care of herself and she couldn't meet her goals. Yeah. So that can happen too. Yeah. It's unfair. Yeah. And I think you can also really, um, not trust yourself, not trust your own perception. Like it could be that this person saying you fell short in all, every single one of these areas is just, it's like the worst possible outcome in terms of you may feel a little guilty that you're not meeting your best potential. You know, and if you don't have proof that these, that what you're being accused of is not true, then you could be in trouble. Mm -hmm. Then they could put you on a PIP, a performance, um, uh, improvement plan, which could end in termination or not yeah. to improve. Um, so this is why it's really important to always keep everything and, you know, yeah. take off your company computer and put it on your own personal computer or your phone. Um, but it's always good to have a paper trail or an email trail that you can always refer back to. So yeah. I'm really sorry this is happening, but it's unfortunately happens pretty regularly. Yeah. You know what I think is interesting too, Kathy, because perhaps things were going, I mean, this person is referencing, and I think that happens too, that normally we get along so well, we agree on my performance. And so this is a case where often when that happens, we become much more relaxed and looser about documenting things. Right. So here, right at this crucial point, when you want to have the evidence to prove what you've been doing, yeah, you may it may be very stressful to to dig up the go- documentation that you need to really counter these uh, points that the boss is making. Oh, it can be really stressful. I think that's a really good point. So if that is the case that if you you don't have any proof that this is wrong, it's not great to have, I mean, to stay at that company, it's not good to have a bad performance review. Yeah. To move within the company that will be there. That's in your permanent file. Yeah. So I still think you should go to HR and see if you can get get rid of it and, Mm -hmm. or at least get some of it taken out. So it's not so bad, but I would definitely be writing a rebuttal so that, um, you know, it could be much less incriminating. Uh, but yeah, I'm sorry. I was going to say you're saying, so go back and dig up the documentation. If you have it, if you don't have any, because you're so, because you had said they could be so comfortable, things are so good that they just don't, they just delete everything. Um, there's not much you can do, but I would try to get a cut back and, and have it not be as damning as it sounds like it is. This is such a great example of, and I know when we've given lectures and workshops on working with you is killing me in difficult work situations. You know, we always say document, but it's almost, yeah. it's hindsight is, is 2020. It's so hard to document because you yeah. think you're going fine. I'm never going to need this, but you really should, especially if you have an employee that is really not doing a great job, you want to document everything that happens. Yeah. Um, 
And when this kind of a thing happens where you think everything is going really well and your boss always tells you that, and then it gets turned, um, you probably did not keep documentation, all the thank you notes, and you probably yeah. did not keep it. Um, so there's that lesson again, which is always keep the documentation that proves that you're doing your job. You know, that's such an interesting point. And I have a client who actually was able to get a vendor <laughs> to endorse him after he got a bad review. Yeah. Which is a kind of a clever ploy, right? Because it he, worked. Couldn't, he couldn't produce the work himself. It certainly kept him there longer. He's still there. Yeah. So um, it didn't hurt. Uh, so, but yeah, that's that can be really stressful to suddenly have to prove that you've been doing your job. And I would also ask myself, why am I working for this person? You know, yes. if, if this person is going to do this to me now, they're going to do it again. And, you know, what's going on? So talk to your colleagues, find out if this is happening to anyone else, because there's always uh, power in numbers. If a couple of you could go to HR and say, hey, you know, yeah. this, we, we all of a sudden got a bad review and we never have before. There's something else going on here. Yes. I would not. Uh, take it. I would not just take this bad review and think, oh, it'll blow over. Next one will be better. No, yeah. you got to take some action because a bad review is not a great thing to have if you want to stay working for this company. I think well, we could also talk about preventative action um, mm -hmm. going forward, or even for if someone's listening who hasn't gotten a bad review, that it could be, this is where I'm thinking the tools of managing up are so helpful. Like yeah. that notion of having an agenda for every meeting that you have and having a follow-up document that says what we've agreed that we're going to do, having um, recording meetings that you had, if there were specific requests or specific expectations that were laid out to you, Recording also times when you may have gone above and beyond, you know, worked extra hours or done someone else's job. It seems so kind of anal <laughs> to take all those, you know, details, but um, it just seems like in this marketplace where things can change quite suddenly, it really is important to consistently be documenting what you're doing, who you're meeting with, what the results are and what the agreed upon expectations are. Yeah, um, right, it, totally. And, you know, we're always saying this document, 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 because you just don't know. Yeah. Um, you can never be too over-documented <laughs> when it comes to something like this, because you just don't know when this is going to turn. Hopefully it never will. Um, you know, for those of you that have never had this happen, th that's great. Yeah. Uh, but it does happen, unfortunately. So- um, you know, you gotta, you gotta uh, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Um, I mean, that's the only thing I, I think I would tell them to do. Do you have any more advice? Well, I think it is a one step at a time. So I yeah. appreciate what you're saying, which is just take the first step Yeah, and talk to HR, document what you actually were able to do, refute the points that you don't think are accurate with data, if you can. Um, and then sometimes the next step is if they're not willing to really listen to you, yeah. um, hire a lawyer. <laughs> that would be that would be in the picture, or at least call an employment lawyer and ask what your rights are, because most companies don't want a lawsuit. They will settle with you. Yeah, but you probably have to leave, and they'll give you a couple of months of salary, but you would have to leave. So, 
I mean, you could you could go through the whole lawsuit and stay there. It's very uncomfortable. Um, and, you know, I think at a certain point you do have to ask your boss, although your boss is probably committed to this, you know, committed to we're all taking blame for this. It's, it wasn't just my mistake. Mm-hmm. But why are you working for this person? Should you get transferred? Could yeah. you, you know, and that person, if you get transferred to another department, they're going to see the bad review. Right. So um, I would try to take care of it. And I know it's very uncomfortable in the meantime while you're still there. Yes. I know of several people for whom this has been the case. And honestly, before it happened, they were already contemplating leaving. Yeah. But they hadn't taken the action because it was comfortable. Yeah. I mean, leaving is not a bad idea and uh, no one will see, no one will see a review. That's with, that's only company property. No one will see that. Yeah. So you could, you may not be feeling your best (laughs) because this happened. Um, So try to resolve it before you move on if you can. Yeah. I also want to bring up an internal self-management technique, Kathy, that you've mentioned before, which is if you're feeling really downtrodden by this review, to sit down and write some of your successes, you know, mm-hmm. to really for yourself record the things you know you did accomplish mm-hmm. and perhaps the obstacles you know you did overcome and mm-hmm. also surround yourself by the people who believe in you and who can be supportive. Yeah, it's a really good idea. Yeah, so that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, please tweet us at AskK2 and follow us on Instagram at MyCrazyOffice. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to the MyCrazyOffice link on our website and hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at MyCrazyOffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.